Hi, my name's Corwin. And my name's James. And this is This Movie's Gay. You fucked it up, man. <laughs> it's welcome to, because welcome this to is this, this. This is this movie's gay. Whoa, this is this. Corwin, uh, you were explaining this, to our guest how this works. And oh, sometimes James goes into a tangent. I'm going into a tangent up front. <laughs> going into a tangent. Wouldn't I knew it would. be cool? I'm someone who is, you, you know this from watching movies with me at my apartment. I'm constantly changing the volume. Yes. I wish, why aren't there buttons on a remote that's plus 10 or plus or negative 10 on the volume? So then you could just click when, you know, the music gets really loud. I don't want my neighbors complaining. Also, I don't want my little ears feeling like, oh, no, you're hitting me with all these sound waves. Get out of here, sound waves. Turn it down, turn it down. Then it's done. It's 20 down. This is why I just keep it on a normal volume instead of turning it up when parts get quiet and I put on subtitles so that I can read what they're saying. Yeah, but you don't want to be spoiled. There's spoilers <laughs> in subtitles. Like half a second. Yeah. Oh I don't my. want that. I want it in real time. That's like I, when you <laughs> download pornography and it's uh, it's a little off the sound and then you just, you you're totally out of it. I don't know what that's like. Corwin, uh, oh, so he's he's hiding what? it because <laughs> I think uh, a business professional of his is in the room right now and he's saying, no, guys. I mean, people listen to this. So like, why would it's... a business professional oh, is in the room right now? When I think of Corwin, I think of professionalism. Yeah. And, and if you if you're saying you're downloading pornography with the audio not synced up that's not professional not professional at all you need to sync your audio no matter what kind of video it is i just uh, learned a lesson many lessons to learn in today's movie as well today's movie was pride from oh. 2014 oh okay i thought I, I thought you were just like never going to intro no him. i'm gonna okay. intro so our guest that you were talking about rather a be bit, nebulous uh <laughs> is my friend brian james fruits I think yes. the last name is appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> Very appropriate. Uh, I've I've known Brian since college. Um, he cast me in one of my first shows in college. Business yes. uh, professional. Professionally done. Professional actor. Extraordinaire. Corwin Cullum. <laughs> actor, theater management, Voice box over. office. Podcast. Podcast. Everything. I do a lot, allegedly. <laughs> yeah i own you a went, theater company in chicago corwin's a, a big part of that we're called Saltbox theater collective and uh, i guess i'm the artistic director and uh yeah it's good to be here i'm excited hey if you've heard our podcast and stayed till the end you know about the salt box i have and i appreciate it guys i mention it every single podcast I appreciate it's in it. every single description yes we have to uh we, we have to keep we, we hey we've we've publicized you on our, our, our social media and we'll yeah. continue to do it after this so Amazing. we're very appreciative and vice versa I'm gonna be a little honest uh, maybe uh, do a little more retweets on your end <laughs> <laughs> we can do what you need Whatever you, we're gonna help each other out here <laughs> I got you Yeah, Corwin did you ever listen to that Ranger Command episode Nicole and I did no not yet so they do advertisements they actually have advertisements and Sometimes when they don't have, you know, like Audible or things like that, they'll do an advertisement for their Patreon. Their advertisements are a minute tops. Uh -huh. I turned this into a 17-minute ad for their <laughs> Patreon. 
And guess what? It worked. They, nice. They got like 10 new subscribers on their Patreon wow. just because I made a joke out of the URL. <laughs> just every time they would be like, even later on in the episode, if they were like, oh man, podcasting, you know, can be a little taxing on creativity and this and that. I was like, hey, but what will make it more special is if you get some people paying you for it. Patreon.com forward slash Ranger Command PH. Professionally done. And you're adding ads for them on, on this yeah, episode. Hey. Great. Yeah. Guys, check out Ranger Love Command it. Power Hour. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if Eric listens to this. I think he's I think he's tweeted at us. He will okay. now. He better. Hello, Eric. I think so. I I don't know. He might listen to listen to the Nicole episode because he he's he loves us. <laughs> Why are we laughing about that when he says he will, he's like I he loves everything. us? We just start laughing. I was I can go on it. <laughs> would you like me to get on a serious tangent? Sure, sure. Okay, is it first for everything. Uh, hey, <laughs> I mean, there. Yeah, it's still going to be weird, but also not. I found it insane that this movie takes place in 1984, mm-hmm. and the same shit is still going on. Yeah, that's. I don't know math, but that's a, that's years. <laughs> and the only thing that can be changed is what we haven't been doing is punching bigots in the in the mouth. So instead of these peaceful protests, if someone comes up to you at a peaceful protest and starts trying to protest your protest or during pride, just punch them in the mouth. That's going to make them go cry back to wherever they came from and not want to leave the house again. So guys, punch someone and I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. If I entice a riot, if this weirdo (laughs) entices a riot, guess what? It was bound to happen because this, if you see me, you'd be like, this kid's not going to be doing anything. He's not going to be inspiring anyone. My charisma zero. And guess what? I know how to spell charisma because of role playing games. I'm not enticing any riots. If it happens, it is not my fault. I cannot be blamed. It was bound to happen. All right. Well, speaking of uh, 1984 in the movie, whenever we have a guest, if you're familiar with our guests, we usually have them do a quick synopsis of the movie. So put it on Brian. I, I will give say us a quick synopsis. The last of this podcast movie. I heard was uh, it was the one where you were James was in a really bad mood for like oh. almost half of it. Was it that? a bad mood or was he just manic and you like kept going saying, crazy? You're in a bad manic. It was the manic. Oh, no, it was yeah, the it man- was. You used that adjective. You were like it he's was just e-cupid. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure. So I have to give a little synopsis, huh? Yeah, just a... Right, uh, I've never seen the film before. James, you have not either? I have not. Now, I'm the only one who has seen it. I've seen it multiple times. So I didn't want to look anything up, but as James said earlier, 1984 is the setting, the year, right? Yeah. And it lasts to about a year, to 1995. Uh, London, Wales... Um, we're, I think we're talking about obviously the, the, the miners strike, which was, which was actually a, a, quite a big event, which I didn't know a whole lot about, actually... I had to recall some of that. And then, of course, you're watching the movie going, oh, that's very interesting. So basically, you have this group of, of, of young activists, lesbians and gays galore in this group, and they call themselves um, the LGSM, Lesbian and Gays Support the Miners. So I guess in a nutshell... So clunky. It is kind of clunky, <laughs> but effective on many levels. And their legacy still uh, rings on today through this movie. So it goes through the trials and tribulations of their uh, 
their struggles in order to be heard in support of another group, and that support ex- that group support them. So it's it's one of those. So yeah, that's a little manipulative, though. It would be like me supporting another podcast in hopes that that podcast would start shouting us out. No, because if even in the movie they they started it, they're like. We're, we're doing this because in this time, we're like, we're enjoying this peace from the police. We're not having the police, like, standing oh, outside yeah, our yeah, clubs. Yeah. We're not having them harassing us. We're not having them beating us up. And you know why? Because they're doing that to the miners. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, so never mind. we're going to get the money, and we're going to try to support them in whatever way we can financially because that's what they need. Because they need that to continue their strikes, to, to win their to win what they're trying to win to get better wages and work and all of that. So what happens is because they're a gay and lesbian group, they have trouble with the mining union accepting them. So they just go to a random town in Wales and have that town accept the money from them. And that's what sort of starts their friendship with the mining towns and the mining union itself uh, towards the end of the movie. But their whole goal wasn't to support another minority group and then, you know, get piggyback yeah, off piggyback that. off of it. That wasn't the intention. The intention was, I see something wrong happening and I'm supporting that. Um, I'm supporting the people who are being wronged. And how do we and how do we wrong. support our commonalities, right? Like, how, yeah. do we su- how do we just support each other? And of course, it's one of those movies where, and I'm not trying to sound like cliche, but it's one of those where it's like, hey, we can learn from each other, and yeah. within this within this conflict or people who are uneducated, we can hopefully sit back, listen, drink a lot of beer, because there's a lot of beer drinking, (laughs) Uh, which is all right, which is really good, and a lot of partying, a lot of partying and a lot of good music in this film. So through music, beer drinking, dancing, we can all come together. Or punching Margaret Thatcher in the face. That's true. (laughs) A lot of signs about that in this film. My mom will always post things like, praising margaret thatcher and i just want to be like you know she was super racist and homophobic she was a piece of shit (laughs) uh punch her in the face yeah and that's i think margaret thatcher not my mom no how it came off as corwin saying was punch punch your mom in the face (laughs) um i don't think my mom listens anymore so you want to know what guys if my mom's being bigoted I told, you, I told you what to do. <laughs> uh, Start a riot by punching James's mom in the face. <laughs> he said it first. <laughs> he jests. Jests. Uh, so, jests. yeah, this well, is... Yeah, we, we just had a huge siren go by, guys. It's fine. It's fine. They hear the things party like police. that. Oh, also, Corwin, <laughs> I was, was going to say something. Uh, don't get any get any ideas about unionizing with podcasting. <laughs> I saw it going. I saw the, I saw the wheels turning. <laughs> James, I'm gonna unionize. This is what's TC gonna happen? And I'm gonna Nicole. All of a sudden, they're unionized, demanding me for better wages. Well, guess what? I can also get into that union because I'm a podcast host as well. <laughs> Just all our hosts together, Marshland Media Union. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the reason I like this movie so much and I've watched it so many times is just, it's a beautiful story. It's based on real events and it's something that's not necessarily well known, um, until this movie came and like put that story into light, but there are some, you know, fictional aspects to it. Uh, like I think the main character that we sort of follow is talk about um, Joe Bromley. Yeah. Joe Bromley is, I think he's a fictional part of it. I think he is based on some real people involved in the group, mm-hmm. but I don't, 
I don't necessarily know which... I know that Mark Ashton, the sure. one that was like the leader, he was a real person. And then Jonathan, mm-hmm. uh, the second person to be diagnosed with uh, HIV in the UK. Uh in the movie, he's the one that dances and all that stuff. He is a real person as well. But I know this is one of those stories that was sort of in the gay community um, that the filmmaker knew about this story. And there's like a small documentary about it too, but it doesn't have any like, it doesn't really have any names in it, uh, anything like that. It's just like, you know, filming of pictures of the the group and supporting the minors and stuff like that. Were so you aware of the story? I was not before I watched okay. this movie. So I it's just it's it's really beautiful. Um yeah, it's a and story. uh great cinematography, all of that. I almost cried at the end. I'm kidding. I did I, cry at the end and but I had to hold back tears. <laughs> I definitely cried the first time I watched this movie. It's it's a it's a little tearjerker. It was a I good mean, movie. It's good and it has a good happy ending. Good actors was, too in it. Yeah, really good actor, great actors. Actually. It's, got, it's got the lady that plays Dolores Umbridge. Yep. Um, even though she is repulsive in Harry Potter, mm. in this movie she's actually very wonderful. Wait, um, and you love her. Who in Harry Potter are we talking about? Dolores Umbridge. I don't know who that is. She's like the teacher in one of the later movies um, for the Defense Against the Dark Arts. And oh, okay. then she becomes the headmaster after <gasps> Albus. And this is Harry Potter spoilers. If you haven't watched Harry Potter or know anything about it's it, sorry. Freaking so twenty years old by now. Yeah, but she's basically she's like a terrible person in the in the movie in the movie and books. Um, okay, but the actress in this she plays Halvina, um, something like that. She, yeah, she's one of the old uh, ladies on the union group in that town, and she is sort of the matriarch and like. Hilarious. One of the matriarch, and she's like, she leads a lot. Very uh, strong-willed woman. Great. Wonderful. I didn't know about this story so much that when they introduced the minors, I was not sure if they were talking about under 18 people or <laughs> literal minors. Then they were talking about, hey, 21 is minors for the gays. So then I'm like, oh, they are talking about young people? No. But then, no. No. They're talking they made about a joke about minded. that, too, yeah. didn't they? In the yeah. dance club with the two straight gentlemen, and they say to the two women they're trying to pick up, and they're like, yeah. we're minors, and they're like, ugh. But it, it was it was funny, but then, of yeah. course, they still got the girls. Yeah. Because dancing... Dancing brings dancing, people together. It, it brings people together, and I also learned from this movie, dancing makes you a better, in their words, womanizer. Yeah, I mean... I was blown away I, by that. I can't say that I've gone and seen someone seen someone attractive dancing and i haven't been like oh Mm. hello like dancing's a very attractive thing it can be dance you gotta learn to dance it's uh beneficial to you did i tell that story about dead arm dancing last week you did to me personally i don't know if you told it on the podcast i might i think it was on the podcast do some dead arm dancing guys it's where you just shake your body but your arms go limp it's fun yeah, we did talk about it because I said that it was uh, reminiscent of the Bernie. Yes, Bernie from, Sanders. I remember no, that. From Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Oh, oh. that Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, overall, the, the movie's great. Uh, there are some good moments. You do see some conflict and stuff in it as well. I, Brian was yelling at the screen. That I was. He was like, no, I don't want it to be sad. Yeah, I, I was like, it's going to end right now. And it kept going, and then it got worse and sadder. And I was like, no. But then it ended, of course, 
on the the, the big the big pride parade moment. And that's when I cried. Yep, that was yeah. Good. And like in real life, the the miners did lose their strike and everything, mm-hmm. but they still supported the LGBT community. And it says that at the end of the film, it's got, you know, when you watch things based on true stories, it gives you the little snippets of what happened to people and what's going on afterwards. So rights for uh, gay and lesbian people were were passed in part thanks to support from the mining unions. Yep, that's true. Um, in London. So that was that's why this movie is like such a big deal. And it's uh, what happened in the movie is such a big deal. And the reason that I chose this movie this week is because we are getting close to Pride Month in uh, the United States, in Chicago. So that starts in June. So we're going to be watching some specific movies that are hopefully good for that month and having some great guests throughout are, the month. You're not going to explain the um, the big event thing we have no, planned? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> Wait, when are you get then? So next week you'll... Maybe. We'll what? see. We oh talked about God. this beforehand, so, right? So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to uh, say anything. <laughs> and then, but next week's podcast, we're we're going to watch one of my favorite recent movies because it's my birthday. Hey. So, that's what that's for. No shirt and suspenders like in the movie? No. <laughs> I realize not, that's a party, too. Not I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot. Learned a lot. Uh, it's You actually brought me to my first, I my did, first I gay bar in I knew exactly in, where in you're Memphis. going. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. It's called the Pumping Station. It was. And there was a treehouse in the back. <laughs> yeah, we did Literally, didn't. there was a treehouse in the back. We didn't go up there. Uh, I know that I did not you go in the didn't have... You didn't have your wallet, so you had to leave. Oh my gosh, you got a great memory. Yeah, so it and there was like a, there was a homeless person outside being very antagonistic uh, oh, towards us. Yes, um, that was great. I was almost got in a fight. You did not you, with somebody from the club or these no, establishments. No, somebody from a, like the streets just being being a bigot. Actually, yeah. And I said, James would like this. I remember yelling out loud going, if you don't get away from me and my friends, I will punch you in the face and kill you. No, I literally said this. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, This is great. Not the kill part. Not the kill part. (laughs) James is like, not that. That's what I said. I'm just saying my fact. Because the guy was scary. He was. He was. And and we're like, stop being a bigot. You're outside of a gay bar. (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing, dude? Like, wrong audience. Yeah. So. What were they just screaming scripture? No, they, they were, were like threatening to really like yeah, harm they me were, yeah. and some of my friends, our friends were outside and I, I of course was like, you know, my friends were like, hey, let's go, let's just go in the club. Our two friends who we both yeah. had mutually and I of course was like, honestly, because I got a little gumption, I stepped there and I was like, you can get the hell out of here. Like, get yeah. out of here. I mean, it was just like, I didn't, I didn't want to leave and they were like, well, of course they left. Brian's pointing towards his waistband right now. He's just, I'm, he's I'm showing like, us his gun. <laughs> I'm like, I'm no. really not? Or am I? Oh, man, it's theater it's of the mind, muscles. guys. <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> hey, we own a gun. It's canon on Mostly Speaking Sentai. We really what? don't. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't, James. We wrote down a lot of notes. I yeah, I, I had not. a I had a lot of notes. Why uh, why did you write down notes, James? I know we were talking about this during the movie really quick, but because when it's an actual when it's an unbiasedly good movie, yeah. meaning Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror, I found to be a great movie, <laughs> but I know biasedly it might not be. Sure. So for those movies, I write a bunch of notes. I can I can make laughy goofs. And for this, I just was enjoying it. No, I agree. I did write down, you know, five and five minors are gay. <laughs> that is a fact that came out. 
He said one in one in five people are gay, <laughs> and then everyone started leaving. So James is like, five and five minors are gay. They're all leaving. They totally took <laughs> off. They're like, oh boy, gonna get found out. Yeah, I, I was trying to, as I watched the movie, I, I'm interested in themes. Yeah. So I'm gonna share with, if you don't mind, do you mind if Go I, ahead. I share some themes? I circled some things that I don't know anything. I'm not gay. I'm not straight. I'm not a lesbian. Let's just say I'm watching it with just new set of eyes. Newborn baby Brian. <laughs> he did put in new eyeballs right now. I did just now for this moment. Here's a couple of things. I, I don't know why I wrote them down as, as the movie went. Um, without spoiling it, there's much to learn from the elderly. <laughs> it's okay for men to dance. Straight men, don't be afraid to allow gay men to teach you how to dance. Yeah, they'll yeah. teach you how to dead arm dance. Yeah, and dead arm dance. Here's another one. If someone calls you a name, this is actually a good one. If someone calls you a name, own it. Brand it. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. Don't talk during bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking helps a lot in every situation. Here's another one I wrote down. P perms that aren't tight ain't right. <laughs> I, I wrote down that. Too. And what's the one about the megaphone? If you got a megaphone, what is it, James? Oh, wait. What is, did Something, I write I, down? I, I, don't, I wrote down some... Uh, this is what I wrote down. If you have a megaphone, you definitely deserve to be heard. Whatever it is. <laughs> I had a friend who... I don't know if he still does, but ran a Boy Scout camp. And... Once he became like the manager, the like number one person there, he messages us in a group chat and he's like, I just found out you can buy a megaphone for $25 on Amazon. I wish I knew about that in high school because <laughs> he would have bought many megaphones. I guess, right? What would he have done with those? Uh, just screamed things. Uh, and, and been heard. Or I told him I would have done that Bart Simpson thing where he puts like... 17 megaphones all in a line <laughs> and then he screams into it and then it shatters i think all the glass in springfield hey simpsons nerds if i got that wrong screw off don't add us at him at james yes at marshland mullum figure out how to spell it i i wrote down that to the it's joe our like main protagonist that we're sort of following throughout the movie He's finally, he was outed to his parents and he's finally like leaving home because they don't support him and going out on his own. Uh, and it's during his sister, his older sister's baby shower. And she's standing there with her husband and she calls, he calls the husband a dick. And then he tells her, he's like, Tina, that tight perm doesn't suit you. It never has. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he's out. <laughs> a couple other good lines in uh, there. Beautiful. Your gays have arrived. <laughs> and then... The, that was a great line. My favorite line at the very end is old lady getting out of the van and going, where are my lesbians? Great where line. Where are my lesbians? Doesn't... doesn't Is it Joe or Jonathan? Wait, who's... um Not Joe. Uh, Jonathan, right? The dancer? Yeah, yeah. When he says, God, I miss disco. I yes. was like, who doesn't, Jonathan? <laughs> and disco has a lot of queer themes. That's why it's a, a big thing in hmm. the queer community and a lot of minority communities as well. The Pits and Perverts concert. So you talked about, you know, if you get called a name, own it. Mark Ashton, the charismatic leader of the gay and lesbians. I don't say it like that. That makes it lesbian sound and like gays supports it's a minor. North Korean dictator. Uh, well, the he he was very charismatic. He was very he was he was nice to listen to, and he 
he had great ideas to support the no, miners. No, but how you everything. described no. him was that's like, this just is... because I have an incapability of sounding sincere. I thought I'm on professional. stage. <laughs> 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 so he says that the he's talking to Joe, and he's like, Joe, this is this is one of your lessons uh, for the the Joey. gay community. One thing that we do really well is that we take the things that are said about us, the negative things that are that we're called and we take those and we make them our own and we we own them um that's why we have the words queer that's why we have uh, lesbian and gay like all of those words are words that were used against us negatively and the gay community has over time reclaimed those words and taking them for our own so that's that's what they do when the Union finds out and the world finds out that these, this uh, lesbian and gay support the minor group has been supporting these minors in Wales and they, you know, have a lot of negative publicity around it. Uh, Mark is like, no, this is publicity. We're going to take it known it. No one would have heard of the, us before. So, you know, we're going to use this. And he they put on a big concert, Rocking, benefit concert for concert. the... Yeah, for the miners to raise money, and it's pits and perverts. And uh, the T-shirts they had in there, I was Amazing. so... It was like a zine. It was. My wife is into fashion. I go, I have to buy her one of these T-shirts. So if she's not listening to this yet, I'm ordering you one of those. That we T-shirt a, is amazing. It's a week. Look it up. Or, it's or, not on Etsy. No, we, we thought it would be... Me and James were like, it's got to be on Etsy. No, I didn't check oh, didn't? Etsy, I but... Did. Oh, I you did? I did right away during the movie, and I'm like, it's not there, but it was on like... A hundred other sites. It's yeah, a great shirt. I'm sure. Like this movie came out in 2014, out. so I'm sure they have merchandise associated with it, and that That's definitely should be one of the shirt. shirts. And that was also a moment where we see Joe. So Joe is this character who, in the beginning, he's you know with his family and stuff, and he goes and sees the Pride March. Um, that's the opening movie. Is is the march in London for Pride? He sees that march, and he sort of gets pushed into it. Um, because a can is thrown at him, and then he grabs a banner from one of the guys, and is like, "Oh, I, I just wanted to be on the sidelines. I didn't want to be very visible." And like the banner just says like "queers" in big uh, letters, and it said something about visibility better than something else. I don't remember what it actually uh, said. Blatant is it's, and then something that rhymes with blatant. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I missed it writing it down. The sign wasn't there for very long. But it was basically saying that it's like, hey, look at me. Um, and Joe, who is like, oh, I don't want to be visible, is basically put into a spotlight. Um, and shortly after that is when Mark comes by with the, hey, we're starting this new group supporting the miners. That's what we're going to do. So this movie takes place over an entire year because the end of the movie is the Pride Parade the next, 85. the following year. Which they tried in the movie, they were saying they were going to relegate relegate all the um, activist groups and stuff to the back um, if they're going to use their banners and stuff. And they're trying to say, no, we're just going to have a party. We're not going to have, you know, this isn't going to be a march. So then all of the miners show up to march with the support groups and the activists and, and that stuff. group and becomes huge. Yeah. So they're like, well, you, it's not a party anymore. You got to lead it. There's too many of y'all. You have to be in the front. Which is a nice so, way to end that film and yeah. a good story. Yeah, it's a great story. And it, especially because even though the miners lost their strike, they still came and supported the lesbian and gay support the miners and the lesbian gay groups. Um, so that's, that's why it was great. But we see Joe, he 
we see a journey through Joe throughout the whole movie, which is beautiful to see. We see him, he's closeted, um, doesn't really know anything uh, about himself yet. And you sort of see him come into his own in sort of a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when he's, or- when they're organizing the Pits and Perverts concert, he is like, I'm the photographer for the, or the, they say that, he, oh, he's the their actual photographer. He's like the the official photographer for the group and stuff like that. And he's like telling people, oh, really push those t-shirts and like really owning himself and owning the responsibility that he has in that group. So it's nice to see that. And then immediately he's outed to his family and sort of gets... Uh, Scolded, reamed. Yeah. and, and Outed. He's outed and he's like stuck in his home. Uh, his parents kind of, those scenes are just you know, awful to keep watch. Him, keep him uh, in his home and away from his friends. His friends come by. They lie about them coming by, saying that it's, you know, other people, not his friends, uh, until he decides to, to go out and move out on his own. So it's nice to see his journey, his like whole arc throughout the movie. Um, that's all I have to say about that. But yeah, beautiful. Ooh, like that Weird Al song. <laughs> Is your Weird Al song beautiful? No, the that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, it's the Gump song. Uh, butter sandwiches, we gotta talk about it. Oh, oh yeah. Man. We were watching this, and then all of a sudden, I i mean, I thought it was a very metaphoric moment. I, it's, it happens James right is after. like, what? Uh, okay, well, let me explain. <laughs> let him rant. Before, because I don't James know what rant. the metaphor is on specifically James what I was rant. saying. They were making butter sandwiches where they were buttering two pieces of bread, then pushing those together. (laughs) So that's, it's just a butter sandwich. So why not just bread one piece and fold that piece in half, then cut that? It's the same amount of food and less work than buttering two, pushing them together, then cutting it into triangles to make four pieces triangles james buttering both sides of the bread two pieces of bread (laughs) combining equally two pieces of bread i think we have our metaphor i don't know i do not think the filmmakers were trying to do that at all uh who was buttering the bread Uh, who what was their stories right Think of that during during the buttering bread scene. Talk about the so, characters because you know you've seen this movie so many times. It's the the two elderly characters. Yeah, They're it's, older. It's Helena the or Helvina. Helvetica. And um, I can't. Remember. Is it really? No. I was like that was fun. It's, you were it's very like, serious. There. It's like H E L E F I N A. I think it's how Helvetica. it's said. But she's sure. they're for, they're Welsh, so it's like. Helvina. And she's straight. Um, yeah, she's straight. It's important for my and metaphor. She's, she's talking to her longtime friend, and I don't remember his name right now. Is I it, think he was played by the actor Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Not the science guy. Yeah, it's he's a, a villain in a lot of Theater. stuff. He's, yeah, he's, he's awesome. got a very unique voice and like presence, just beautiful. But he comes out to her in that moment, and then she's like, "I know." I'm aware. I've as they the butter bread together, as they butter bread together, both sides of the bread. Equally, <laughs> two slices, both buttered, combined them, triangle shapes. She was like, no, no, ex- oh, no triangle. Yeah, okay. She says it. She says it. She's okay, like, no, no, no. I forgot, even though throughout the Be entire movie, I was like, yeah, the triangle is. Yeah, because he cut it right in the middle. Like, yeah. People don't like it. And she was like, no, no, the triangle. triangle. Yeah. And I think that's okay. You want to know what? Yeah, I. <laughs> yes, he got. Yes, you explained but James, that beautifully. It was when I first saw it too. It was frustrating because I was like, 
first of all, butter sandwiches. Well, and that happened right after it happened right after the. It might have been margarine. The union Damn. said that the union voted no. They, you know, this to margarine. This, they voted no to the uh, lesbian and gay oh, okay. support the minors. They said that, that no, this is embarrassing <laughs> I'm just, us. I'm just trying to be a jerk. <laughs> so they voted no to that. So they're not. They didn't have that money anymore. So that they were bringing in. So margarine they need may to be cheaper, out but we will food. stay at butter. We will stand strong in this kitchen, united. I stand butter. <laughs> I don't stand margarine. Uh, I'm not a fan, like, of margarine not a fan of margarine either. I like margarine. But if it brings like people butter. together, I'll have it at every party I ever throw. <laughs> the only thing... here, I have a question. This yeah. was a legit one. This is where I feel... I was... I literally asked this to Corwin during the film. Remember like the after hours party? Yes. When they all came together after the Pits and Perverts concert? Yes. What the heck? I was like, where are they all going? Why aren't there women allowed down there? When when the when oh. the men in, in the black leather and the dark the dark party yeah, downstairs they were, and they were like no 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 it's a men's only a men's thing only and i was literally like yeah. Corn, i'm like what's going on down there how i took that was hey this isn't for women's eyes to see sure no i mean it's like am a, i right what is it Corwin, i mean explain to the straight man i am <laughs> i mean not even just like that but there are it is a thing in in england and stuff there are gentlemen clubs where it's just men women aren't allowed in it but in this particular instance, it's basically a leather club. It's a gay leather club. There's there's a lot of nudity and things like that. And sometimes there are things that move past nudity. So yeah, they're like, no women. Maybe but, a woman would like to watch from afar. Well, Helvina's Those like... Those women were wasted. Helvina's like, um, bye, I'm going in anyway. Who? She didn't care. The Hel- Helvetica, okay, okay. Oh Helvetica. <laughs> she went in, she's like, get out of the way, honey. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. So they they did their whole Pits and Perverts concert and then afterwards went out and partied. And then they went back home to the, the booksellers uh, home. I, I don't uh, remember this scene. And, <laughs> uh, and Jonathan's home. And they're all upstairs. Jonathan and his, his partner let them sleep in their room. And they find a dildo. Well, and they find a uh, magazine full of naked men. And they are... Having a blast. I, I think Waving I was going to around. the restroom it's during that hilarious. part. It was funny. It was hilarious. It was a good part. <laughs> and James is like, why do you... Don't touch someone else's dildo. You don't yeah. know if that's been cleaned properly. That's what he or said. Or cleaned at all. Or cleaned at all. I mean, they were they were slinging that around. <laughs> Unless you was, find the person sexy, then go for it. Just grab that no, dildo. No, Helvetica. No, don't. Smell it a little. No. And if it doesn't smell like a kind of bleachiness, well no, then guess no, what? No, 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 It's good no, to smell. Because no. bleach like will hurt your clock. nose, but if it smells kind of like chlorine, Jesus. that might be semen. Oh my god, Because that's what semen smells like. I've also been told it smells like pancake batter. What? Yeah, there's an entire Sarah Silverman program song dedicated to like the punchline of the joke is it smells like sperm, but when it's baked, it doesn't taste like sperm. I'll show you this song later. Okay. News to me. Uh, and that's, I, I think that's, that's, I don't have a lot. Where of, do we transition from there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. James took, I'm just taking off the track. I mean, I was just listening going, all okay. right. I learned a lot again. Also that girl <laughs> who sings in the town hall, she's just looking for attention. That's a, James yeah. had another rant. <laughs> but I, actually, though, it was a good point because all of a sudden she just starts, well, 
why don't you describe the scene, James? There yeah. It's, uh, what's his face? Ashton Kutcher. He's there and <laughs> oh he's gosh. just screaming and he's like, we're going to go back. And I thought he was going to like at least egg Margaret Thatcher, but he's saying we're going to go back to London and make a stand, something that will really impact your guys's movement. And then there, everyone cheers and like, yeah. And then there's a lull. And then this girl just starts singing and not a, let me rephrase that. There's not a, a lull. A young lady starts singing and she, yeah, she's beautiful singer, but we've never met her before. That's the only time we see her in the film. <laughs> and she gets up and she's got the voice of an angel. And then everyone else knows the song. Yeah. No, that was a little it, weird. Also, all singing in perfect key. That doesn't happen. I actually wrote down good harmonizing. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I was like, wow. Was Corwin good. and I harmonize once a week. <laughs> and sometimes I'll put auto-tune on it to make it actually harmonize. <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, you'll hear it at the end. Yeah. You can join oh, in. Oh, sir- Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, he's heard episodes. He's just right. like, like oh, I'm, this is all coming back to me. Yeah, I'm usually totally hammered. <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> this podcast is the bee's knees. <laughs> I, hey, if alcohol could make more people listen to this, please drink a lot, guys. Remember, that's one of the themes of the film. Drinking helps. Yeah, they they share drinks together. It's, it's very, all over the film. Very big drinking community. Love it. Uh, the mining community I, in Wales. I would so, not be able to last in that community. You don't drink. You're very straight I'm edge. Teetotaler. <laughs> Corwin would be fine. So yeah, I would. I would fit in well. Except so, Corwin's now on that dank tip, baby. Smoking herbery. My God, no. <laughs> this is James's rant. Ooh. Unprofessional, James. James starts making things up. Just for the views. As Corwin's smoking up right now. <laughs> I'm Ooh, sparking it. I'll, I'll put in like spark noises for a lighter. Uh, I have a voiceover class tonight. I'm not going to smoke. Uh, can I say one of my favorite lines? Yes. Sure. I don't believe what they say about us. So why would I believe what they say about them talking about the newspapers saying mm, bad Maureen. things about the pre the pre the prits and the prevets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pits and the perverts. You just can't speak. It's fine. Can't speak. Um, they also mention uh, one of my favorite lines is, oh, it's 16 years old for the breeders, 21 for us. Um, <laughs> she's saying that Joe is illegal because he's he's 20. He's not 21. He's not old enough to be there associating with them. He's got to be 21. But for straight people, it's 16. It's fine. So interesting, interesting little tidbit. I also know. I also thought, so when it comes to drinking, it's like, oh man, it sucks that you're not 21. You, you're going to love drinking. But if you think you're gay and you're not 21, they're going to say, hey, you're not old enough. You don't know what you want. That's a, that's a, and that's a whole thing that just happens and a lot. I wish we had that same mindset about drinking of saying like, hey, you might not know if you want to drink, so don't drink yet. Hey, guys, wait until you're 21 to drink instead of like, hey, you can have a little sip of my beer. No one's like, hey, you can have a little smooch of that snack. What? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense in my head, Corwin. You also had the shoulder shimmy there. <laughs> yeah. You were Corwin, dancing. did you not see that? I'll say it again. Kiss this little snack. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. I think it was better the second time. Yeah, yeah. He's he's getting that shimmy down. The second time around, you know, like uh, step by step, day by day, fresh start over, different hand to play. 
the harder we are, the stronger we fall. I'm just giving him a Things blank Things get look. better the second time around. Corn and I are just staring at James. Do you guys, just it's staring. the theme song for a step-by-step, day-by-day, fresh start over, different hand to play. He's doing it again, Corwin. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Just keep watching. <laughs> just don't just move. The stronger we <laughs> are. the door. You are not. The harder we fall, we can make it the second time around. It's the lovely story about a lovely lady, and it's pretty much just... Brady Bunch, but set in the 90s, step by step, day by day. Corwin just left. Corwin's not even here. He just <laughs> left. Um, Wasn't that, Suzanne Summers in that? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. I grew up on that. Oh, my. <laughs> sort of, oh, I think. So now you know this this movie. Now that you've I embarrassed still don't know yourself. The theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I was always on Fox Family, aka yeah. ABC Family, yeah. aka Freeform. Um, oh, you know geez. what really scares me about this movie? It gives me like a what gave me a panic attack. What? You'll never guess. It's when they're when when the young activists are are cold calling everyone asking for basically donations and support and like people just keeps clicking on them and hanging up because then what happens is I've been in these situations I felt bad because people will call me saying hey we're looking for a donation and you're like and I've been serious about this I've been like hey I'm like right now about to go into a meeting I'm I'm like going to a family gathering. Like I'm driving. I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind I, of family gathering of the juggalos? Totally of oh the juggalos. G- what? <laughs> totally. You read me. Cause they say family. You read me like a family. book. Oh my, I didn't know that. Anyway. Um, anyway, they, they love back each on other. track. I was really nervous. Cause you know, like I felt bad. The movie made me feel bad because I'm the type of person like, Hey, call me back. Yeah. And then they, I want them to, I really do. If I'm interested in the cause, because I, I I assume it's a hard thing to be. Well, I know that too. I mean, for somebody who owns a not for profit, I mean, you're you're asking for funds and donations all the time, and yeah. it's not always comfortable. But these people are basically saying, you know, there was that scene where um the young um Ashton, um, yeah, Mark, Mark, right, Mark, Mark Ashton, Mark Ashton. Yeah. yeah, when he's like, hey, you told me that. I could call back and I'm calling back and they click again and they ignore yeah. it. And I was like, man, another lesson I learned from this was like, please, if, if you're going to tell someone who's soliciting goods or asking for donations and you say, hey, call me back at this time, pick up the phone. Just pick so up the phone. That, yes, very valid Follow point. Follow through. But in that, what he was, what they were trying to do, they'd already gotten money. They were trying to give oh, money right. to the union. That's right. And then union was, the unions just kept going, That was no. the union. Oh, I'm an idiot. That's right. That's right. They, Sorry, my first time through. You're right. They just, uh. But still, screw yeah. the union on yeah, that it's one. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, Not they're the, just trying union, to give you. That union. They're trying to give you money. Why, why are you just denying it just because it's coming from them but it was you know sad. a lot of political stuff it was it was yeah it, it was, was a good movie though i have to agree with james when i mean like i asked you before this like what was one of the worst films you both have screamed for what uh, what do you think it is i mean i know you're gonna talk that say that did it's you gonna make before a wish. we talked the priest the priest no i just okay, know so that what do you think he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna say. say make a wish because on, wait, wait. it was the what only one he Corwin's found was boring one so make a wish corin says make Corwin's a wish for james least fate oh well just say it, James. I guess it's gay bed and breakfast, but I can't believe compared to Make a Wish, Make a Wish was just boring. At least it had a person of color in it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird in this. This film. one also didn't really have any people of color in it until what happened at the end. The very what did I end, say? The very end, there was finally like a black guy in the front of the pride like, holding a, a banner. You're and like, really, oh. it's really unusual. You're like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not being weird about this. Like, 
that's the first person of color in this whole film, like yeah. the last 30 seconds. Yeah. It's like and watching that's... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's the <laughs> that, same thing. Is it really? Yeah. My it, wife loves it, but I've never, don't hate me, I've never seen it. it. Oh, I, I, one of my podcasts sure. is I'm watching it for the first time with oh. people who have seen every episode. Oh, that sounds cool. But, and it's usually an extra at the high school. We'll just walk past the camera. That's it. Yep. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, were there a lot of right? I know what point you're going. African ahead. Yeah. English, right? And yes, that, people of color exist in England. They've existed in England for years. <laughs> yeah, but centuries. in '84. Yes, but centuries. Are they Corwin gay got as very well? Active here. There. I mean, I don't. Uh, probably. Well, that was not One good. In 10 you people, want to know yeah. what? Let's. Uh, you, we're going to pull up pictures from that pride and see if this is accurate or not. If it is not, which it probably is not, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna write the producers. We're gonna give them I one mean, of these and the Knuckle thing is, Sammy. It was a little. It was a little. Honestly, like you, ne- you. Re- I rarely like noticed that that like just that jarringly, absence? and you're yeah. like, whoa, that was like seriously. It's, it's one of the things I've been aware of, especially... In a film about equality, you know? Yeah, especially in, like, the movies that we've watched. Um, I, like, the first three movies we watched didn't have any people of color in them at all. I'm like, what is up huh. with this? So that's another thing. You know, the movie was good, but it could be better by including more sure. um, people of color and minorities in it. And the problem with that is that we need to urge our filmmakers and urge our artists to do better and include more people um, of color because these are their stories too. You're right. So I try to do that with theater as well. It's especially, I mean, I've always tried and I embrace it, but you know, I, sometimes you look at a cast you have and you're like, wow, there's like no diversity here, but I tried, you know, it's just a different thing, especially when you're dealing with non-equity stuff, where you are not paying the most money here in Chicago or other places, but I know I feel good about making conscious efforts to represent every Everyone. person. Yeah. You know, I feel good yeah. about that. Yeah. And you especially know? Hamilton in town stealing everyone from you. I know Hamilton. Mm-hmm. There there are more. Actors. How dare they make that much money? Uh, How love dare them. They? Lo- it's it good stuff. so good. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Awesome. And awesome. one of our one of our friends, good friend of ours, will drop his name, Travis Blackwell, stage manager for the yeah. national tour. God, amazing. <laughs> He'll be doing that the rest of his life. I will say this about the Hamilton live performance. If you are like, oh, the tickets are so expensive. I can't afford this. Just listen to it on the soundtrack. It's yeah, you still it's get something. Even, I think it's better on I mean, soundtrack. it's not that it's better. The, the musical is written in a way that it's sung through. Um, so there are a few musicals like that. And Brian can probably expound on that more because he has a more rocky horror uh, like like lame is rob and like lame yeah just like musicals where there's not there's not really much dialogue it's so you can get the whole story it's very operatic like right yeah so hamilton's like that there's like maybe two lines in the show that aren't on the soundtrack yeah yeah that's that's it and it's like once in the very it's like maybe once in the beginning or Mm -hmm. uh right there at intermission like it's just there's not a lot that you're missing from the show if you're just listening to the soundtrack you're so right. there are a lot of shows like that um i don't i can't think of any off the top of my head that are similar uh um, i go right to lame is i yeah. mean that one's such a great great story and a good show and you're like you can just listen to that soundtrack and you just feel like you see it and yeah. i agree i think hamlet's one of those where you can visualize it by just hamilton, the soundtrack yeah. hamilton sorry yeah but but i will say you know i've never i'm not one of these type of people to listen to that soundtrack all the time be like it's on my you know, phone, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to it while I work out. I don't do that, but I do appreciate um, the. I mean, I appreciate everything it is in terms of spectacle. That's great. Yeah. Very, very, very smart. 
Well, especially because, you know, it is one of those that's big and it's very commercially successful and everything. Um, so the tickets are expensive. And if you don't win the lottery, you can pay a lot of money or you end up paying a lot of money to see the show. Um, but one of the great things that Lin-Manuel did is because the entire show is basically sung through, you can listen to the soundtrack and you're hearing the whole show. You're not missing anything. it's in a studio, guys. It's crystal clear. <laughs> Professionally mixed. Professional. And then you can just watch YouTube videos of some of the some of the numbers oh, that you want to see. Point. Like Burn and uh, Skylar Sisters. Yeah. I don't know what that song is specifically, but... Yeah, real good. Real good show. The whole point was to include more diversity in your in your artistic pieces. Things that you produce, producers, and it's directors, not always writers. Easy. It's not always it's, easy. It's, it's not really easy, not. but it's one of those things that you should challenge yourself to I agree to do. 100%. I'm going to be honest. All the podcasts that I have produced on Marshland Media, uh, either women, people of color, or n- not straight. <laughs> it's very easy. I'm kidding. I just happened on to this. Just had a whole bunch of friends. Um, we didn't talk about Maureen at all um, because she sucks. She's the one thing in this movie that you're like, God, I hate her so much. Um, she's the one that in the movie, she's against the uh, lesbian and gay support the minor group coming in. She uh, tells the paper about the stuff happening to try to, you know, um, make the lesbian and gay support the minors group. Uh, LGSM uh, go away and she's just so vehement and gross and nasty and uh, she uses her her dead husband to say oh no he wouldn't have wanted this but her husband's older brother is the one that came out as gay and he's like my brother wouldn't have liked what you're doing Um, at the end we do see that one of her sons is uh, does come around and um, and start being supportive uh, if you, you, it's one of those things that I didn't actually notice the first two it's a little times victory. I watched it. It's, it's the last one I watched. So it's a little tiny victory. Yep. Um, this does remind me and it makes me wonder if this situation had the same backlash. So in places, I think in Detroit and other areas that have a large Muslim community, you know, like people are assholes and uh, the Islamophobia, is that what it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like yep. super in, I guess, with bigots. So Satanists have gone out and and reached out to the Muslim community and said like, hey, if you guys need either protection or if you just need someone to help you get your groceries, we're there for you because it, it it's fucked up that this is happening to you guys. And I, I wonder if there are people in that community who are saying, we don't want the help from these people. Well, other more progressive people are saying, no, we, they're clearly good people. They're helping us when no one else will. I have no words for that. So, uh, no, we see people being jerks, like, all over. Um, but you do see good stories uh, come out of that. So, like, when there are, like, a couple of articles about... Um, Muslims praying and things like that um, and like Christian groups surrounding them to yeah. like support them or Christian groups uh, praying and being vulnerable and having uh, Muslim uh, groups like support them and uh, protect them. Um, so like it's it's good. You know, you always have jerks, but then you have people that do come together and support them. And we see that in this movie with the mining community. Most of the community comes together and supports that group. 
um, and thanks them and considers them heroes for supporting them uh, yeah. financially and raising money for them because they actually did raise more money than any other support group and consistently, consistently. raised money. Yeah, um, I think the the little thing that I pulled up said that they raised um, eleven thousand pounds in a year. That's great. Uh, which is a significant amount of money in that time. So Especially gotta, in the 80s. We got to see inflation and what that would convert to in dollars. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. Um, a lot of moolah. Yeah. So Maureen was, she sucks. There was no redemption for her at all. Yeah, didn't uh, I turn she, to you at one point and I said, I bet she's the bad one. And you're yeah. like, oh, she's disgusting. She's She was such worst. a villain. She was so mean. Her thing that she says, like, when they're like, you know, we can't have all of them. There's a lot of people here. Um, visiting us, we a lot of we have a lot of guests, and you know our community supports guests. We're we're very hospitable to guests and stuff like that. And they're like, you know, we need to use your house. You need to you need to take a couple of them in, um, so that they're not all sleeping on the floor together, um, so that they're comfortable. And she's like, I'm not taking any 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 of them in. I'm concerned about AIDS. Um, so she's just like reprehensible. Like she's just awful well and you brought up of course the aids epidemic and i'm glad they touched i mean i was assuming they'd have to touch upon it during you know the mid 80s but uh it 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 still blows my mind whether it's track through theater whether it's angels in america or um what's the one i'm thinking of the very famous one uh normal uh, heart yeah the normal heart um you know these stories are important to share about how that was such a problem and how you know uh, people feared it you know i mean we didn't yeah. li- we didn't live during that time but you always hear and these stories we know about it but to even watch even though the film is fictional to still watch these characters how they react and yeah how they what they say about these things and you're like really but it happened right and that's the good thing about art it, it the good and bad thing it imitates life the warts and all you know yeah and i mean it's good that that character existed so that we saw that conflict and we did i'm glad see they that, brought that up that to mention it honesty um in the the awareness terrible uh we did at least see it and it was truthful um and like the, the AIDS epidemic you talked about that like that's a that's a big thing um especially in the united states because it was um you know, pushed under the rug in a way, uh, politically for so long that so many people died from it. Um, and not just, um, you know, not just people in the queer community, but, uh, minority people, all of that. Um, and because of the AIDS epidemic in the United States, we've actually lost a lot of LGBT history, um, because of that. A lot of people don't know much before the AIDS epidemic in the United States, um, and a lot of that is because a lot of our history was wiped out during that. That's actually a pretty good point, a good perspective. Um, so that's it's why we're it's good seeing like stories like this where this was happening during the AIDS epidemic, um, but we are seeing a piece of history there. Yeah, um, so they had to bring fun. it up. I'm glad it wasn't like taking. I mean, yeah, it was part of the story, but it was something a subplot that needed to be thrown in there. I mean, it did. Yeah, it was very important to the time. So I'm yeah. glad they brought that. I was like, oh, they got to bring this up, and they did. So that's good. Yeah. They handled it really well. Yeah. Corwin, you got any more notes? Um, I have uh, random bits of notes, but they're not really relevant. All right. Um, I, I know. I did like that. Uh, I don't know who said. I think it was the guy that said he was gay. God, I wish I remembered his name. But he said after they were trying to move people around to different houses so that they're more comfortable, he said, I'll take in more. I'll take more in. Not the lesbians because of their diet, but I'll take another gay or two. Oh, that was, that was good. <laughs> They were vegan. 
It was just didn't, <laughs> didn't like we have meat. I don't. I can't. Do you have you. any pressing notes? No. If you ever meet Corwin, there is someone in the film, maybe two, that reminded me of Corwin. Nobody of beautiful James, compliment, but it was beautiful a compliment, compliment. I think it was. So anyway, that's it. Yeah. Would you recommend the movie? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Me. That was me also saying yes. Corwin, what you got to plug? Or you, Brian, what do you have to plug? Because that's going to eat up uh, all of Corwin's plugs. Oh, sorry. I don't want to. Nev- all good. Eat them up. Well, okay. Um, now we have a show this summer. We're doing the Scottish play this summer um, at the Edge Off-Broadway Theater. Runs July 12th through August 4th here in Chicago. I'm in it. Corwin's in it. He's playing one of the Thanes. Uh, so he'll have a really cool weapon and maybe show yes. some leg off and some kilt. Yeah. Maybe. Um, good beard he's got going. Um, long story short, we're not for profit theater company. We are a Jeff Award winning theater company. And uh, check us out at www.saltboxtheater, T H E A T R E dot org. Yes. Wait, what play are you guys doing? Macbeth. Macbeth. Oh, okay. Well, the Scottish play. Uh, You're not sorry. supposed yeah, to say it. I was just making sorry. sure. I'm, I'm just not, like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm in not, it. I can I say know. it. It's fine. Theater not really. of the mind, guys. Nerds. Nerds. Um, I did Marty, Mighty Morphin's uh, Power Rangers uh, star uh, Jason Narvi, who played uh, Skull. Skull. Yeah. yeah. So he's actually playing Macbeth, so it'll be pretty yeah. awesome. No, nice. be awesome. Be acting alongside him. I say some lines to him. It's great. I also forgot in the, the movie, I'm going to say one last thing from the movie real quick. Um, when the brick was thrown through the shop window and the bookstore that said, like, pervert, and then they threw in firecrackers after all of their first reactions were to huddle together in the corner, but also to shield each other. So I just thought that was a really beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. They're like, you know, we, we deal with being attacked and being antagonized and things like that. And their first reaction, not to, you know, try to get out or run upstairs or anything like that. It's to shield each other. So that was beautiful. That is a good point. And then uh, my plug is follow me on uh, social media at core winning and also core follow winning. us on social media at this movie's gay on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter. Yeah, and um, we're at, at Saltbox Theater as well. Yes, follow Saltbox and uh, come see our show. It's going to yeah. be beautiful. Woohoo! Hey, guys, listen to my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speaking Sentai, What the Hell Mouth, I'll Get There. I was going to say this movie's gay. <laughs> and in a couple weeks, you'll be able to hear me as a player character on the currently going D&D podcast, Hit it and crit it. Also, listen to my rap music, Marshland Monster. You can find that on SoundCloud or on our website, mlmpod.com. That's M as in Marsh, L as in Land, M as in Media, and then pod, P-O-D.com. It's real good, guys. You can download all my music for free. I got a new one coming out in a couple weeks. This was great. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yes, being thank here. you for you, ha- you both do a great job. Here. And I've, I've, I, I appreciate the podcast. And I know thanks some friends for- of mine who listen to it. So I yeah. wish you both the best. Thank you for thank you for being on the show with us today and it watching was, the movie. It was a good experience. Glad I got to introduce you to uh, uh, what you call it? gay cinema. Some gay cinema. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> I've been James. I've been Corwin. I'm Brian. Yes. Bye. Bye. Oh, you guys quiet. Sorry. You, quiet. you guys I, quiet. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know where, like, where are you starting from, James? What is that I, noise? I just went, Bye. 
That was good. That's the, I, I was just doing a note, Corwin. It's still recording. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. And you guys just talk about it, right? Yeah. I don't want to, I mean. Yeah. So normally what we do is we introduce the podcast and then uh, sometimes James goes on a little tangent and then we introduce you. Sounds good. Um, Well, we we let you introduce yourself Uh, and then we do a a small or a quick, not a small, but a quick uh, synopsis of the movie. Cool. Me or you? You. Me? You're supposed to spring that on people, Corwin. I know. I've been giving a little bit of notice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll help you. Okay. Please. Are you doing the hi, my name's Corwin? <laughs> what? I don't say it like that. Yeah, I know, but I say it like that. <laughs> you say, hi, my name is Corwin. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, my name's Corwin. What? That's a spot on. Brian, is that not a spot on Corwin impression? Do it again. Hi, my name's Corwin. It I mean, it sounds like you're trying to do. It sounds like Jack you're trying to pick Nichols up a child. <laughs> <laughs> One of those street children oh you saw the street youth. Street God, youth. Stop trying to pick up the street youth, James. Street life. <laughs> uh, what do we do again? We do. Uh, you say hi. My say, name's Corwin. Oh, that's all I Jesus say. Yeah. Okay. Twenty six, baby. Twenty six. I even know what you do at the beginning. <laughs> I do. Even though we fuck it up so often. <laughs> fuck it up so often. Bloopers. Bloopers. All right. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.